Thanks for listening to The Refuge Podcast. We are all about unifying a generation of college students to be disciple-making followers of Jesus. It's our goal each week to equip and empower you to make disciples on your college campus. Whether you're enrolled in a university, taking a gap year, attending school virtually, or simply 18 to 25, grab your AirPods and let's have a conversation. Welcome to The Refuge Podcast, and it is sweet summertime. We are in the middle of summer for us here in Hendersonville. Our oldest daughter goes to year-round school, so she has just a couple weeks, actually I think just a week and two days left of her summer break. So we have taken full advantage of June and tried to cram all the fun into summer that we can. All the fun. And um, it just got me thinking today about when I was... like growing up and specifically in college, I started to think about my summer breaks on college, like during college. And I was such a lucky one because (laughs) I was a nanny for a lot of my summer years. And my nanny family was like a second family to me. Love them so much. And I did not know what the phrase nanny family meant before I met you. Uh, I didn't know what that meant. How did I just say that? Did it make sense? I met my nanny family. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, so I was a nanny, and (laughs) one summer they offered for me to live with them, and they just lived like 15 minutes down the road from my parents, and I was there all the time anyway, so I was like, oh, this will be a really fun experience. So that's what I did that summer, and I was like, it wasn't your typical, like I wasn't home that summer, you know? Even though my family lived right down the street, I lived with my nanny family. I worked a lot. And I loved that, but it was, you know, a unique experience. So what was uh, summer during college like for you, Adam? Well, summer break for me was basically just working at Garden City Chapel, which I've talked about a good bit on this podcast, but that was my summer job. So all through college, I would just go and work at the beach, yeah. which sounds awesome. Uh, and it was awesome. Uh, those were some of my best friends there. And it was kind of a no-brainer, especially after I worked four summers in a row. Mm-hmm. So it was literally four years, uh, four years in a row. So it was a a great gig. I tell any college guy or now girl because they hire girls there now. They didn't when I was there, um, but they if you want a summer job, that's an awesome summer job. Yeah. But it's funny because the conversation we're having on the podcast today is about what it's like in the break when you go home and how to be home for the break and how sometimes that can be a little dicey or, I don't know, maybe just overly boring, which is not great for your spiritual life. Uh, But I don't know. Now that we're thinking about it, I guess I didn't really have a time where my summer break was I just went home and, like, got a random job locally, and I was always gone. Yeah, I think that's what makes it such a unique time. Like, you only have those four – some people make it five, six years, you know, in college where – you're not living at home anymore full time. So you really, it's not like you have to come back home for the summer. Like your parents aren't making you, maybe some of yours are, you might be staying at school and living with some of your roommates or friends. You might have an internship somewhere else. So you've moved just for an internship and you're meeting some new people. So what we're getting at really is that it looks different for everybody and it's kind of different. It can be different every summer throughout college, but what we want to kind of hone in on today is when home is hard for you over the summers. So um, we know that we've heard stories and like, that's not an uncommon thing, especially when you're in such a transitional period of your life 
Um, so much has changed. You've gone to school. You're learning new things. You're making new friends. You're just creating a new schedule for yourself. You're growing up. You're doing things without your parents. Nobody's creating your schedule for you. So your whole routine and rhythms might look completely different than they did when you were home last summer. And I know you go home periodically for breaks and for weekends, but it's different when you have an extended stint at home. So keep in mind today, I guess, we're not just talking about when you're at your actual home where you lived growing up with your parents. This could be, hey, you're you're still um, in the dorm with your, your friends over the summer, or maybe you're at a certain camp and you have other friends or counselors that you're with, or yes, maybe you're at that internship. There's a lot of different contexts here, but... We wanted to just walk through some things that might be helpful if you find yourself in a situation this summer um, where home is hard. Yeah, the first thing I think of when we're talking about this, the first thing I think of, maybe this is like point number one, I guess, is don't just think about yourself. Um, You know, going back to wherever home is, let's say you're going back and for the summer you're going to live at the house you grew up in and your parents are there. Well, you've also been out of the house and it also may be weird for them a little bit. I mean, I know that your parents, this is family, but like things, things have changed. Have you ever, or I don't know, Caitlin, after we got married or something. And then I remember my parents would do this. I would go back and like something in my room would be different or changed. And initially I'm like, Hey, that's my room. That? Yeah, why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> but then it kind of hits me, and I'm like, I don't really care. But uh, like, guy, you don't live here anymore. Guys probably care way less than girls about that kind of stuff. But, um, but understand that for them, it's a new season. You know, for your family, brothers, sisters, mom, dad, whoever it may be, uh, it's a new season for them having you gone the majority of the time. And then when you come back you know, don't just think about yourself in that moment. Like it's going to be different for everyone. You know, any, anyone that's there, it's going to be different. Go into it with almost like you're moving into a new place for the summer, even though it's your own house. Yeah. Uh, it could be weird, but I think that's a good tip. I also think that when you struggle to be at home and home is hard, a posture that you could take is just try to serve. And, um, that could look like maybe, Um, not keeping your music so loud in your room this summer if other people are home and that annoys them. That could look like, hey, maybe you actually want to watch the TV right now, but your sibling's home or your dad's home and they want to watch something. So maybe you give up that time. Yeah, your Um, house is not your dorm room. Yeah, yeah. You can't treat it like that. And maybe like the dishes are, you know, overflowing in the sink. Why don't you take the opportunity to serve your family? And I think we've talked about this a lot, but when things are hard, sometimes that can be the last thing you want to do in those environments. But when, like Adam was saying, when we stop thinking about ourselves and we can love and we can just serve others, it really is going to bring us more gratitude and be a really good example of Jesus in those moments. Yeah, I, I would say, I mentioned this earlier, but avoid boredom. Avoid moments where you go and just sit and just do nothing. Uh, have some plans. Meet up with some old friends. Uh, if you're not the only one hanging out at home, maybe there's going to be some old high school friends that you can run into and maintain some relationships that way or um, you know, whatever it may be. But don't, don't just go home and, and plan to do nothing because what's going to happen out of that, one, you could form bad habits. Uh, most of the time, bad habits are formed out of boredom. Uh, you could form those bad habits, or you're opening the door for uh, awkward moments. Or if you're a, a guy um, like myself, when I would sit at home and just be bored, that was a 
wide open opportunity for my dad to be like, well, you're not doing anything. Let's go do some yard work, you know? And then you're like, <laughs> oh, okay, I just came the home. The last thing you want to do. Yeah, I came home from summer, almost summer break, and all I did was do yard work with my dad. So uh, maybe that would be good. You could help him out here and there. But uh, avoid boredom. Have some plans. Have some things on the calendar of what you're going to do. Uh, you know, maybe you do take a trip to a different college campus where you have a friend who's staying there and you can just visit them or uh, come up with something to where you're doing things. Obviously, getting a job, making some money over the summer is probably a good idea as well. But overall, avoid boredom. Yeah, and just to tag on to that, I would say definitely create some structure with your week and what you want your goals to be for the week. Um, Not just uh, like, hey, I got to go shopping for this or I need to, you know, reply to this email. But what, how much sleep do you want to get? What time do you plan to go to sleep? What time are you going to set your alarm to wake up? Are you going to get any activity in? Where are you going to um, create the time and prioritize the time in your schedule to open up God's word or to be still for an hour and just pray and be quiet and have a cup of coffee um, to make that time to meet with a different friend um, that you don't usually get the opportunity of seeing, to make your family a priority, sitting down at the dinner um, table with them at night. Um, really process through what your summer weeks could look like being structured. And um, you mentioned working, and I think it's so funny because now, this makes me feel old, I guess, but working was kind of like optional when I was in college over the summers, it seemed. It wasn't just like that's exactly what you did. If you didn't have a job over the summer, then you were a loser or whatever. It was like, no, like only if you wanted extra money did you work over the summers. Whereas now I find it way more of the culture of college students is like you have to have a job or an internship over the summer to like maintain, to like feel like you're staying on par for your resume or to get that job that you want when you graduate. So I do find it very often now that students um, have working plans over the summer break, which I think is a great way to maintain structure, responsibility, make some money, uh, create new friendships or, you know, keep up with some friends. So I think obviously a job is, is a great way to do that too. Yeah. Well, and it, it just, it brings up the bigger point with that, which is give yourself some, like set some goals, give yourself some projects over the summer. I want to read, you know, four books over the summer. That's not that many. I set the number low cause that's for me. So have that, you know, I want to, I want to read the entire new Testament in the summer. Um, you know, I want to build a, you know, coffee table this summer. I don't know, like come up with something that it's a goal or a project for yourself over the summer. One, that will, yes, help you avoid the boredom, but it, it will keep you engaged in something other than just having idle time. Uh, and yes, it will make the time go by faster. You know, it'll make your summer kind of go by, but then you look back on your summer and don't feel like that time was wasted. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times when we go home for the summer with no plans, we immediately feel down on ourselves and go, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I'll just do whatever, hang out. Uh, and then we look back and you don't ever want to waste any time. And just because you're not around your, you know, main group of friends, just because you're not, uh, like in classes and studying and working hard and you feel like you're just doing nothing, uh, don't just play video games all summer. Like don't just, you know, Netflix all summer long like give yourself some projects and some things to do uh, then you'll look back on that summer and maybe you didn't make 
you know, thousands and thousands of dollars, but you can look back and say that you accomplished something and you grew in some way. That That's progress. You always want some kind of progress in your life growing. And of course, we would always say, like, make that spiritual. Let it be something where you look back and you go, hey, I didn't have a job. I didn't have an internship. I didn't see many people. I was actually just at home all summer. But I can look back and say that that was a summer that I grew spiritually. Yeah. But that would be, that's huge. That's yeah. a summer well spent. I think another thing too, uh, I guess another angle to look at is take advantage of the summer as a way to grow in relationship with your parents if possible. I think when I look back on my summers, that's not something I prioritized. Um, we were all busy and it just was normal. You know, I, it, it was like, no, that's fine. Like we just kind of all did our own things and that was expected. Um, but if I could encourage you just to make those relationships a priority, what does it look like for you to have one-on-one time with your parents or whoever you're living with, your roommates, your new friends? Um, I think sometimes with parents, it could be having some hard conversations because yes, you've been away at school and you come back and maybe, um, things have changed. Maybe you've grown in your relationship with the Lord. Maybe there's certain expectations they have of you that have altered, um, maybe different views that you have now that you want to speak about. So I think it's a good time to kind of pour into those relationships of the people that you're living with, whether that's siblings, friends, parents, um, you name it, um, but figure out how to prioritize those things, which sometimes could be mean initially having some hard conversations up front just to say, hey, this is how I've grown this year. This is where I'm struggling. This is, these are the things that have been really hard for me. I think during school, it's hard maybe some t- for some of us to be transparent with our parents when we're just going through the busyness and we're always around other people at school. So when you really get home and you have that time to live in their space again, to be able to open up and not feel too afraid to say, hey, I've been struggling with this this semester. This is hard for me, or I really want to grow in this, or can we go try this new thing together? Like, use that time of your life to really grow because after college, I mean, you're going to be out on your own. Who knows? You might be getting married. You might be moving states away, and this could be an opportunity that you'll never have again. And so if you look at it as a chance to grow in relationship with them, I think you'll um, at least when you're my age and you look back, you'll be really grateful. Yeah. Some people heard you make that point and they either skipped ahead or they just went ahead and finished off the podcast, oh, <laughs> you know, over the summer work, work to grow with your parents. It's true. But for some reason it's, it's difficult because we, in that time of your life, I remember this is right where I was. I, oh, I'm wanting to to distance myself from needing a parent to now wanting to be more like an adult. And you are, and you're looked as an adult, and that's how you're making your own decisions. No one's telling you if you can or cannot go to cookout at 2 in the morning. You can go if you want to. You can spend that money. You have $10 in your bank account, and you want to spend $8 on like seven quesadillas, go for it. Uh, You can do that. No one's telling you how to do what you're doing or you know when to do it. So you're you're furthering and distancing yourself from needing parents to now acting like an adult and being your own parent for the most part. And then you go back and you're back under their roof, and that's where there could be some natural tension. But if you take that approach that you just talked about, Caitlin, of, you know, like it's not – it's not a hidden secret. Like it's not just some all of a sudden scientists have found out through studies and stuff that, you know, college students want to be seen as adults. And when they go back to home, their parents are like, but I'm the adult. Like this isn't an age old, you know, situation that's happened for a long, long time. But if you can change your perspective and go, okay, look, I'm not going to waste this summer. I may not be doing exactly what I want to be doing. Uh, I may have, you know, 
I may have wanted other plans or whatever, but go into the summer saying, I'm going to make the most of it. I'm going to set some goals for myself. Some, I'm going to have some projects. Uh, I'm going to grow my relationship with other people around me, maybe that I'm seeing for the first time since I graduated high school. But maybe I'm going to work on my relationship with my, my, my family, you know, my brother and sister, my mom and my dad. Uh, it could be a great time to really maximize your summer uh, and not go back to school going, okay, that was a waste. I was just ready for that to be over with. Um, so we hope this was challenging. I hope this was something that maybe hit home, pun intended. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like that? Uh, that hit home for some of you, because uh, I know it can be challenging. We talked to several students that uh, summer can be just kind of an iffy time, and uh, so we hope to, to give you some encouragement there. Thanks for checking out the Refuge Podcast, everyone, and we will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to The Refuge Podcast. We pray that these 15 to 20 minutes have equipped and encouraged you to be a disciple and make disciples right where you are. We release a new podcast every Monday, so be sure to subscribe, rate, and review if you like this podcast. That would help us. Also, to see a clear picture of what is going on with The Refuge Retreat, follow us on Instagram at The Refuge Retreat NC. Our mission is to unify a generation of college students to be disciple-making followers of Jesus, and hopefully over there, you'll see just that. Thanks for following along, and we'll see you next week.